0: You're listening to the Royal Flying Doctor Service podcast for the Queensland section. This episode is brought to you by the Small Talk Big Difference Campaign. If you're feeling down or overwhelmed with life and its challenges, knowing when and who to reach out to can be difficult. Often you're feeling vulnerable and probably nervous about taking that next step. The good news is there is plenty of help out there. It's normal to ask for help and it works. From webinars, virtual morning teas, fact sheets and this podcast, there are some great resources to help you manage your mental health. Another resource that you may not have considered using is your local GP. Whether it's diabetes or depression, your GP is the best place to start. They can often direct you to the right services and make that connection much easier. Dr Kate Durack is a rural GP based in Barcaldine in Western Queensland. Kate, thanks for joining us on this special Small Talk Big Difference episode. If someone is concerned about their mental health, how can their local GP
1: help? Thanks for having me. Um, I think your local GP is someone who's able to help you no matter what physical or mental health concerns that you have. Um, even if you're going through a tough time, they're in one of the best positions to provide assistance, even if it is just having a chat. Um, your GP's really able to like provide alternative avenues also for you to obtain the most appropriate support. If they're not able to assist you the best they can, they can, point you in the right direction.
2: What would your general advice be for someone who is concerned about their mental health but doesn't know where to start?
1: My general advice would be that I would recommend to start with your GP. We all go to our GPs initially when we have physical health concerns. So why are we not going to them for our mental health? Um, There are GPs who have a special interest in mental health. However, all GPs have the skills to help people when they're having a hard time or struggling to cope or even have concerns with their mental health. If you feel you're not in a position or not comfortable talking to your GP, there's always other options, including trusted friends and family, as well as other hotlines and services. But I think it's really important to remember that your GP is there at all times to support you can
2: you tell us about the types of mental health concerns that people commonly get help with from a gp
1: and so from experience i've seen lots of people coming in with mental health concerns and what they're usually coming in with is changes to their mood feeling quite anxious changes in their sleep patterns or having a stressful life event such as losing a loved one having relationship breakdowns going to a new job even moving towns and these are just the tip of the iceberg or what we see every day.
2: I think this is a good time, Kate, to mention that for more information on how to improve your mental wellbeing, you can also visit the Small Talk Big Difference website. It's smalltalkbigdifference.com.au um, to access details of services operating in your area and how to connect with them. Kate, are there any early warning signs that people should look out for that may indicate that it's worth checking in with their GP about their mental health? I think...
1: Important early warning signs would be things like changes to your sleep patterns, like um, sleeping a lot during the day or problems sleeping at night, excessive worrying or ongoing feelings of sadness, anger, anxiety, or panic, uh, the extreme changes in mood or loss of mood variation, withdrawing from your friends, family, and your work. Unprovoked arguments with your friends or family can also be an early warning sign as well as things like changes to your appetite or eating patterns, difficulty concentrating, whether you're cutting or hurting yourself or having thoughts of suicidal feelings that life's not worth living. Um, Other things like increasing the use of substances such as alcohol that's now impacting on your relationships and work, Um, hearing voices or sounds or seeing or smelling things that no one else can or it can be just as simple as feeling that something's not right and you're not yourself. I think they're always really important warning signs to look out for and that you should talk to your GP.
2: People sometimes find it hard to talk about their mental health concerns. What would you say to someone who might feel awkward about raising them with their GP?
1: I would ask how they talk to their doctor about their physical health. So if you've got a sore knee, generally people are able to openly discuss this with their GP um, I do understand there's a lot of stigma around mental health, but it's actually the same as talking about a physical condition, as talking to, about your mental health. So much like a sore knee, you would tell your GP about your symptoms or your concerns and how it's affecting your life, um, exactly the same as you would with a, a sore joint or other physical ailment. Um, although I can appreciate it, it is sometimes more difficult to describe our feelings. However, your GP is there and can help you navigate through this. and it's always important to remember that your conversations with your GP are confidential and that they're there really just to support you.
2: Often when people are going through a hard time um, and suffering from some type of depression, they feel like they're the only one. How common is it that people come to you with mental health issues?
1: To be honest, it's very common and mental health comes up in the majority of consultations every single day. So. Even though you do feel alone, I think it's important to remember that that's the illness as well that makes you feel alone and that your GP is able to support you.
2: So it is something that's really common, Kate?
1: Yes, it's very common.
2: And do you think more so in re- uh, in rural and regional areas?
1: I think it's in rural and re- regional areas, uh, the isolation and loneliness can be just exacerbated a lot more because of distance and the physical isolation from a lot of people, um, and especially in the current times with COVID, we're seeing a lot more with everyone, to be honest.
2: And what sort of things are people struggling with?
1: Uh, so people are struggling with, especially out in the rural areas, there's lots of different stresses at the moment, including drought, isolation from family, um, difficulty with feeding stocks, Services, there's been a decrease in services because of COVID. Um, There's lots and lots of different things. People aren't able to travel where they want to travel, go and see the people they want to see. So, all these things impact on everyone's everyday lives and can increase our um, our mental health complications
2: because of this. What's a good way for someone who's struggling to start? with improving their mental health well-being?
1: I think that an important way to start uh, improving your mental health well-being is to one recognize that mental health is really important and to take care of yourself as the first priority because we can't keep giving to everyone with an empty cup. We need to make sure our cup's full first so we're looking after ourselves before we give to everyone else. Um, the the way we can look after our mental health is making sure that we're having a good amount of exercise each day, eating a nice healthy balanced diet and also having some contact with friends and family and talking to our GPs as well if we've got concerns or not coping as well as we should be or feel we should be.
2: Kate, is it common for people to come and see you with a support network with a friend or a family
1: member? It is really common. that people do come in with their husbands or wives, or a trusted friend. I think it's important though that we give that option for people to come in with someone if they want it, but also if you don't want that person there, just to let your GP know and we can make it work so that you feel most comfortable discussing what you want to discuss.
2: And what would you say to someone who's been putting off going to their GP in regards to some mental health concerns?
1: would say please don't put it off any longer, book an appointment with your GP, we're all really approachable and just make sure you've got enough time to discuss everything you want to discuss so you don't feel rushed and just talk to us about your concerns, we're people just like you um, and we just want what's best for everyone.
2: And you are obviously a good point of contact to point people in the right direction to other services as well.
1: Yeah, so each um, area has its own um, local supports, and your GP is one of the best contacts in uh, pointing you in the right direction for how to access those supports. Even if you're not comfortable talking to your GP about all the the details, they can put you onto someone who you can feel more comfortable. And that's not a reflection on you or the GP sometimes personalities just don't clash well and we we would just support you to find someone who you can speak to comfortably.
0: Thanks Kate you've been listening to the Royal Flying Doctor Service Queensland section podcast If you would like to know more about what role your GP can play in helping you manage your mental health, it's part of the Small Talk Big Difference campaign, which is proudly funded by the Commonwealth and Queensland governments through the Disaster Recovery Funding Arrangements. If you would like more details, you can go to the website, smalltalkbigdifference.com.au. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, keep in touch by subscribing.